The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. To another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, August 30th edition. There is a five-game early slate and a nine-game main slate on this slate. We're going to break down the nine-game main slate. Hope everybody had a good Tuesday. We put the players in motion, at least. I'll say that much because the pitching was lights out. Sale was amazing. Ariana Santana, not bad. Bundy, 50-plus points on his complete game shutout. More sucked, godly sucked, but Weaver, Junis, outstanding. And then your other punt, Martin Perez, really good. So outside of Moore and Godley, the pitchers were just money. Called the home runs, called the cheapies. It was, it was a good day. Hopefully it worked out for you. Um, I'm not going to go over the five-game slate. It's not that appealing to me. And by the time you guys get this, it will almost have started. So it's really not a lot of time for everybody to listen to. Uh, the pitchers I'd be looking at is Mart, but I'm not overly thrilled with that price point in Milwaukee, a team with a lot of lefties that can hit him, but the K upside is tremendous and not much else on the slate. I'm looking at Eikhoff and Dickey in the Atlanta Philly game, both extremely risky in that ballpark, but both really solid matchups. If Eikhoff's not starting and Leiter Jr. starting, I still like Leiter Jr. per what I said yesterday. And then Chad Bettis, I know it's Coors, but he has been a career just phenomenal in that ballpark. It's always a gamble in Coors, but most of the pitching on this slate is a tremendous gamble. I like Chase Anderson. It's hard at that price point against the St. Louis team. It usually doesn't strike out too much, but they, they strike out enough. So you can go Chase Anderson if you wanted to. There's just a, you got to do a lot of really weird mixing and matching and taking some gambles on stuff. I really don't feel as comfortable with it, and people know I am a gambler at, G, uh, at DFS. So... If you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick or hit us up at thesportsdgens.com at thesportsdgens. But more importantly, let's get to this nine-game slate. Some really interesting stuff on the horizon. No rain in sight all day today for the five and the nine, which is great. A um, little bit of wind, but nothing crazy. It should be You might have some windier than normal, but nothing nothing out of hand. The totals you have on today for your five-game early, you got Braves, Phillies at nine, Indians, Yankees, nine and a half, Cardinals, Brewers, nine, Mariners, Orioles, 11. Tigers, Rockies, 12. So you have everything over 9. 2 and 11 and a 12. That's just crazy. Uh, the Marlins and Nationals, for some reason, is not on the slate, which is garbage. 
absolutely garbage. You have Conley versus Strasburg. We'd love to have those options. But we go to the evening slate. We got Red Sox, Blue Jays at 9, Mets, Reds at 10, Rangers, Astros in Tropicana Field at 8.5. Waiting on the total on Pirates and the Cubs because it is Wrigley. White Sox, Twins, 9.5, Rays, Royals, 9.5, Giants, Padres, 8, Dodgers, D-backs, 9.5, A's, Angels, 9. So a ton of good-looking totals again on your evening slate. Let's talk about that pitching. We kick it up off up top with the highest-priced arm, Dallas Keuchel, 11400 bucks at the Trop. Technically, they're home, but it's at the Trop against the Texas Rangers. Keuchel's slowly coming back into form since coming off the DL, 16.2 against the Nationals, 23-4 at home against Oakland, and then on the road at Texas, 25.6, six and two-thirds, six hits, one earned, which was a solo homer, three walks, and seven strikeouts. The thing that I love mentioning – about Texas, he's actually faced him twice this year, 14 Ks and 12 and two-thirds, 27.1 points on average. Texas strikes out a lot versus left-handed pitching, almost 25% versus left-handed pitching. They are really bad versus left-handed pitching, and the best part is they do have some power, but Keiko's hard contact is 24.9%, which is extremely low. Does give up the long ball from time to time. Ground ball rate of 66%. Nuts. Great swing strike rate. And Texas, as I was saying, A, they have the lowest total on the evening slate at 3.73. Lefties, 237. Righties, 312 off Keuchel. But they only have a 312 Woba, which is a barely above average, if if that. It's, it's bad. It's not great. Not great at all. Decent ISO. They have some power. But their big bats where you think are outside of like Beltre and Desmond and maybe Torinos if you want to. Most of the right-handed guys, they're good versus lefties, but not great. They, um, they have below average statistics, but you wouldn't be surprised if they ran into one like Napoli, Carlos Gomez, DeShields. They're, they're not your big time, this year at least, guys against lefties. So Keiko, as much as Texas can blow up on a team, they blew up on fires last night. Keiko is rounding back into form. He's a left-handed pitcher in a very good pitching ballpark. I will take my gamble at 11-4 Keiko up top. I will definitely go to battle with him. Robbie Ray at 10-7. He's been so inconsistent lately at 10-7. He makes for an interesting GPP play, but the Dodgers proved me wrong last night. They woke up in a big way, but thank goodness uh, Godley was able to, after giving up the three or the four runs early, he was able to throw out three shutout innings to kind of get you a few DraftKings points to ease the pain because he was so cheap, thank goodness. But now you're paying up uh, three grand more than Godley for Robbie Ray against a Dodgers team that is built to hit the left-handed bats this year. That's what they did this offseason because they were so, so bad at it last year. They still strike out about 22% of the time versus lefties. Ray striking out uh, over 31%, but he's walking almost 12%. It's killing him, absolutely killing him. He's given up a ton of hard contact of late. It's all the way up to 42.2%. When you're looking at the Dodgers, they have a, a middle-of-the-pack team total at 473 tonight. Lefty's 281, but righty's 325. And when you look at the Dodgers, they have a Woba of 346 and an ISO of 203. Both outstanding versus left-handed pitching. You got Justin Turner, one of the best in baseball versus lefties. You know, Forsyth is doing better. You go down the list, they have options. You always have Kiki Hernandez, Chris Taylor, um, Barnes behind the dish. Puig hits them very well. The list goes on and on. You can roll the dice if you want. I don't care. He makes for an intriguing GPP play because... Robbie Ray can't shut anybody down. And the Dodgers have been cold. They blew up last night. Well, they started to blow up, and they got slowed down again until they saw Rodney in the ninth. But 
they they haven't not as hot as normal. So if you want to GPP it, knock yourself out. I'll be going elsewhere tonight, but I can't blame you. Jose Quintana at 10-5. He, he's the worst of the four in the 10K. He's a good pitcher. He just hasn't gotten it done of late, so I'll be going elsewhere. The Pirates are a very sneaky play tonight in my book. And um, their team total is... Where'd you go? Oh, we don't have it yet because they don't have a total. That's why. Lefties 271, righties 313. They have a decent ISO against lefties. And they only strike out 20% of the time. They don't even strike out that much. And a lot of hard contact by Quintana these days. The other guy in the top range I will be looking at is Jose Barrios. 10,100 at home against those Chicago White Sox. Uh, Santana did really well last night. Just couldn't get out of the seven. But uh, Barrios' last start was at the White Sox. Five and a third inning pitch. Four hits. uh, Three earned. Three walks. Nine strikeouts. He was filthy. 19.8 points. On the year, two starts, 13 and 13, 17 Ks versus the White Sox, averaging 25.4. The White Sox can manufacture runs from time to time, but they are a very, very young, very inexperienced, very bad team right now that wakes up from time to time. They strike out 23% of the time versus righties, burial striking out over about 22 and a half. Very low hard contact, which is very nice. White Sox have the third lowest total on the slate of 4.06. So Berrios, I like a lot. If you don't want to pay up for Keiko, Berrios is my top dog. I'm going to try to build a lineup with the two of them and see where that takes me. It might not be a great place, but it might take me somewhere. It'll probably involve fading Ray and Quintana, which I really don't mind doing tonight. I really don't. So we will get into that. But my top guys here, you got Keiko 1, Berrios 2. But Berrios is a close one to me just because I think he's got a much, much better matchup in the White Sox other than Texas. But people always are scared of Texas, so Keiko very much in play. Now you go down below in the sevens and the eights, and you look at a guy like Rick Porcello, $8,700 at the Toronto Blue Jays. GPP play here because it's at Toronto will scare some people off. And he had a bad start against Baltimore's last time out, but prior to that, 19-9 against the Yankees, 19-8 against St. Louis, 23-9 at Tampa, 12-6 against the White Sox, 13-6 Kansas City, 22-3, 17-5, 27-7, 10-7. One thing you see, there's a lot of double digits and a lot of 18 or more point games. A lot. He's faced Toronto once this year, seven innings, six hits, no earned, five Ks for 21.6 points. Parcello has those blow-up games, but as of late, he's pitched much, much better, and we hope it continues tonight as you got a, uh, a Toronto team striking out 20.6% of the time versus righties. Doesn't walk many guys, which is nice, but the ground ball rate's average, swinging strikes average, K rate of 21%. The, ground, the hard contact rate is scary. There's no hiding that, especially in that ballpark. They do have a uh, 4.56 total, which is middle of the pack. Lefty's 300, righty's 312. Average to almost below average Woba. Pretty good ISO against righty's for the Blue Jays. It's a dicey play. Definitely dicey, but I see the tremendous upside there. As Toronto, they have their big games from time to time. But as a whole, they've been very, very lackluster, very disappointing with their offense. So Porcello at 87 is in play for me. You go to the Oakland at Anaheim game. Parker Bridwell at 7,900. Kendall Graveman, 77. They're both guys that have 15 to 20 point, you know, potential with, you know, upside of 20 plus. They also have the chance to get hit pretty hard. You look at uh, Bridwell facing an ace, and strikes out 25% of the time. Bridwell's just not a big strikeout guy. 16% K rate. But everything else is really, really good with Bridwell. Doesn't walk many. The list goes on and on. 424 total for the A's. Lefty's 344, righty's 272. 
So if you're not striking guys out and you're giving up contact, they have a lot of powerful bats in that lineup, especially a few from the left-handed side. So if you're not using Bridwell, you can obviously use Abe's bats. There's no problems there. But Bridwell is an interesting play for me in that matchup. Same with Kendall Graveman. He's had many, many ups and downs this year. But he's facing an Angels team that strikes out a little. I think that I was reading the other day was like 23 or 24% the last you know 30 to 45 days. So it's been going up. Graham doesn't have a huge K rate, but he's got a nice, nice um, ground ball rate of 48%. And the Angels team total of 476, lefties 326, righties 317. Bridwell's the better play just due to the K upside. Graveman's still a very, very good play. Um, his last time out got you 24.4 points against the Rangers and 10-1 at Houston, 26-4 at Baltimore. Much better at home than on the road, but three starts against Anaheim this year. He's thrown 19 innings. Only six runs, 17 Ks in those 19 innings. He's averaged 18.3 points a game against the Angels. And Bridwell, his last time out, he's put up an 18.2, then a 9-1, a 16-5, a 22-2. So he's been pretty darn good at a 5-9, then a 24-1, an 18-2, a 22-1, a 23-3. So he's shown that, that consistency to produce. Hasn't faced the A's yet this season. It's one of those you could see the A's taking a deep handful of times, or he pitches a gem against the A's like, he got shut down. They got shut down Monday night. Did pretty well on Tuesday. Only for a couple of runs of two solo shots. So, Bridwell, Graveman. I got Bridwell slightly ahead of Graveman. In your middle range here, I got I got Bridwell 1, Porcello 2, Graveman 3. It's all pretty tight up top there. Now you go down below, and I'm not really thrilled about this range. There's one guy I will target, though, Jason Vargas. 6900 bucks at home against the Tampa Bay Rays. Obviously, when you're looking at the Rays, you're targeting the strikeouts. Vargas coming off a, a, a roller coaster of the last month or so. He's got some really great starts and some really, really bad ones. It just That's why the price tag's where it is. He has faced Tampa Bay once this year. Seven innings, three hits, nowhere in four Ks for 25.4 points. When you're looking at Vargas against the Rays, um, the Rays strike out 26.5% of the time versus lefties. That is just ridiculous. Ridiculous. He doesn't walk many. Decent swinging strike rate, actually, at 10% to go with an 18.2% K rate. He's 17th worst on the barrel fifth the last 30 days. Keep that in mind. Getting barrel 5.2% of the time, striking out to 21 and a half, which is better than a season total, at least. And uh, everything else is pretty good across the board. When you're looking at Tampa Bay, a 4.52 total is the bottom half of the slate. Lefties, 352. Righties, 303. They have a lot of lefties. But as a whole, their team's not doing good against lefties. Basically, Below average, 300 Wobo, 145 ISO, nothing nothing to really write home to mom and dad about there with Tampa Bay. So Vargas at 69 is definitely a plunt option for me. And the other two guys I'm looking at is really, really scary because it's boom or bust. But if you want to really, really save some money, you can go there. I'm probably not going to use either one of these guys, but Ty Block and Travis Wood, they're in the game with the lowest total, the lowest team totals, uh, some of the lowest team totals. The Giants is 382. Uh, they're really, really bad versus lefties. A 291 Wobos, which is horrific, and a 122 ISO. That's like, that's almost unmeasurable. That's so bad. So keep an eye on Wood as a sneaky play at 6K. And Ty Block, he has those good and bad games. He's actually pitched really well versus San Diego this year. Lefties 263, righties 334. San Diego really bad as well, 284 Woba. But you saw what they did do against um, Moore last night. 
Moore was looking really good, and then boom, boom, a couple home runs, and it's 5-2, to two, and then it just went away from there. So block it could be interesting as they really don't. They have a little bit of power, but as a team, nothing good. Uh, Block's been pretty bad of late, but he's got on two starts for San Diego, 14 innings, 5 earned, 8 Ks, averaging 14.6. You take 14.6 at 6,500. Woods at 6K. They're both extreme darts, extreme stream darts, but if you need someone to save some cash and you want to roll the dice, I don't hate them. I'm not a big fan. I don't hate them. So down below, I got Vargas 1, Block 2, Wood 3. So you're pitching Keiko 1, Barrios 2. I like them both a lot. In the middle, Bridwell, Porcello, Graveman, all pretty interesting matchups and options. Down below, Vargas, Block, and Wood. So as a a total, you can see, pitching is not really intriguing. Like last night, I I think I made 12 lineups in like 20 minutes on my phone just kind of playing around. I love the pitching. Tonight, it's going to be a little difficult to to mix and match, but we're going to get creative. Start with the catchers. You got Alex Avila at 37 against Yvonne Nova. Lefties versus Nova is a big thing. So keep Avila in mind, even though he's had this high price tag. He's had great matchups. He just hasn't done much. 5-5-0. The 15 was nice. 6-0-7-16-9. So it shows the potential he can do. And he hits in the middle of a very good um, Cubs order. So just keep him in mind. You got Brian McCann against Andrew Trashner in the trop. I was tempted to give you Trashner as a GPP flyer. I just I even when he pitches, I can't recommend him. I just can't. Maybe I will eventually. I can't. But McCann versus Cashner is an intriguing play. When you look at Houston, four seven seven total. Righty's three twenty nine. Lefty's three forty six off Cashner. So McCann could be in play for you if he's in a good spot in that order. Chris Iannetta versus lefty Hunt Jin Ryu at 35. A little pricey, but he was batting second last night. They like putting him up in the order against lefties. You saw what they did to Rich Hill, which I told you to not pitch him, so I hope you didn't. And you go from there. Christian Vasquez swinging a pretty good stick of late. It's hard to recommend Vasquez for 34, but when he puts up a 32-point night, it's hard to completely argue it. Um, good right-handed bat versus J.A. Happ in a good pitcher's ball or a good hitter's ballpark. Lefty's 277, righty's 303 off half. Scrolling on down, I mentioned Trinos versus Keiko if you really want to go there. Uh, uh, Austin Barnes, 33 versus Ray. Not overly sold on that. But a guy like Tucker Barnhart, a boy we love. He's 3,200 versus Miggy Montero. Montero's been, you know, shown signs of being good, but he's also very, very hittable. And again, we're in Great American Small Park. How many times have I mentioned the Reds and how much I like them? They have so many good spots in that park, and when they blow up, it's huge. I, I saw the guy that won the $4. He stacked the crap out of the Reds, and they scored 14 runs. doesn't mean it's going to work every day. Obviously, it's baseball. But Barnhart, nine more points last night. 9, 8, 11, 7, 7, 11, 2, 0, 0. He's been really, really good. That's what, seven straight games of like seven or better. He's 3,200 now. He's been in the low threes every time. Really good matchup versus Montero. Uh, the Reds team total is 519, one of the higher ones on the slate. Lefty's 362, righty's 378 for Montero. Barnhart is definitely one of the, the higher guys I am on tonight at 3200 bucks. You can go down to a guy like Salvi Perez at 3K when you're facing Jake Odorizzi. Lefty's 282, righty's 343. Righty's hit him very, very well. So Salvi Perez at 3K, hit in the middle of the Royals lineup. When you get a catcher in the middle of an order, cheap, you like it a lot. And a guy we do like, if he, especially if he's in a good spot. He was batting, I think, ninth the other night. But at 3K, you get Chris Jimenez. We're going to like the Twins a lot tonight facing a horrible righty in Derek, or lefty in Derek Holland. So Chris Jimenez at 3K, 
definitely in play. The farther down you go, there's a couple options. You can whoever's catching for the Mets between our Day Arnold or Ploiecki against Bailey is not horrible, but I'd rather take the you know Jimenez or pay up a little more because they're 3K as well. And then you look at guys like Austin Hedges at 2,800 bucks for his tight block. He is in play. Mitch Garver, catcher first base eligible. He hits in the middle of the order. He hasn't done crap. He was a big prospect, but they keep throwing him out there in the middle of the order. He's a right-handed bat who was a good hitter in the minors, and he's 2700 bucks for Derek Collins. So if you want to punt, he is in play. Guys like Martin Maldonado at 27 aren't horrible. Bruce Maxwell at 22 would be my top punt by far. Left-handed bat, he put up a nice seven points last night. He's 2200 bucks. So you got some good options there. You can pay up for a Vealer. You start with a guy like... Um, Barnhart and work your way down. There's other options above Barnhart, but those are the, the main starting points for me. Going to first base, Joey Votto at 56 is amazing. If you can afford him, he's a great play tonight against Miguel Montero in that matchup. Rizzo at 54, not bad at all versus Nova. Goldie, I like. I told you I liked him versus Hill at 47. He went deep, averaging 10 points a game. You don't have to really explain much with Goldie, but 5200 bucks versus Ryu is intriguing. Ryu is 7th best in the barrel fifth the last 30 days getting barreled to a tune of 0.88% of the time. So he's got that going for him, but it is Chase. We'll take advantage of Coors Light. Uh, when you go below Goldie, you look at the likes of maybe Justin Smoke at 46. Hosmer at 44. I know I, I, I mentioned the, re, the reverse split, still a decent play. If you want to target Vargas, we mentioned how lefties are much better versus Vargas. So you got like Lomo and Duda, Lomo 47, Duda 43. I'm not as huge on that, but you can definitely do it. You got the likes of, um, where'd they go? Josh Bell's a sneaky play at 38. He's a switch hit and power bat uh, against Quintana. He'll be super low on, so GPP-wise, he could be interesting. You know, Hanley Ramirez versus the lefty Hap at 38, even though he's been really, really bad. You got like Napoli at 34 versus Keiko, which I don't hate. Then you go down to, to Louis Valbuena, first base, third base, versus Graveman at 34. Angels 476 total, lefties 326, righties 317 off Graveman. So Valbuena at 34. I mentioned CJ Cron last night against righties. What he does, he hit two homers last night, 34 points. He loves his right. He loves both. He's powerful from both sides, but he sneaky good power versus righties. He's 34 again tonight. Could be a nice play. And then Matt Olson, I love. He went deep last night. He's 34 versus Bridwell. Olson's first base outfield eligible. So those are some really nice cheaper options. A guy like Dominic Smith, who I told you at 3K could be intriguing. Got you 10 points last night. Two for four, two ribbies. He's facing Homer Bailey tonight. He's 3,300. He's very much in play as a lower price option. He's struggled a ton, so don't be surprised if you see a zero. But against Bailey in that ballpark, that's a great matchup for 3,300 bucks. Most of your 30, look at, you got like Ryan Healy's 32, Adrian Gonzalez 32. I'll take Dom Smith for 33. The upside's so much higher. The other guys might go yard now that I said that, but upside's so much higher. Let's go over to second base where we take a look at Jose Altuve at 5300 bucks. He's in play pretty much every day. But my top guy is Brian Dozier. 5K versus the lefty Derek Holland. We know Dozier versus lefties will be all over Holland with Dozier at 5K. Ian Happ at 45 is not too bad. Eduardo Nunez versus the lefty Happ. Happ is... Number one on the barrel fifth the last 30 days, getting barreled 0.78% of the time. He's striking out almost 30% in that time, which is nuts for J.A. Happ. If you want to use him pitching just off of that, I can't blame you. The numbers are there. It's, you don't have a ton of options tonight. I'm not going to go there because 
the Red Sox bats are hot, but heck, Brett Anderson struck him, shut him down for almost six innings last night. But you got uh, Eduardo Nunez at 4,200. Really, really good versus lefty. Second base, third base. Put up 14 points last night. Two for three, two doubles. Hitting in the middle of that order. I do like Scooter Jeanette a ton tonight at 4,200. I liked him last night. I liked him a lot lately. He had 18 points last night. He's averaging 10.4 his last 10. Jeanette at 4,200 bucks is very much worth a look in this matchup. After Scooter, we look at guys like Whit Merrifield at 41. I usually don't play on yard yesterday. The good reverse splits throw to Rizzi, so Merrifield could be sneaky. But I'll go after Scooter. Look at a guy like his Drupal Cabrera at 38, again facing Bailey, a nice matchup. He's put together a few good games here, 16 points last night, a 0, then a 24, a 9. He might be starting at a 10. He might be starting to figure it out, so 9 or more in four of his last five double digits in three of those five. So his Drupal at 38 could be a nice play against uh, Homer Bailey. As per usual, I will always remind you guys, a matchup like this where I love Cincinnati, everyone's going to love Cincinnati. Don't forget the Mets. They have a great spot as well. So they could be the sneaky part of that game. I love Cincy more just because their lineup's better. But Bailey is a gas can. So if anyone's going to help a bad lineup out, it could be a guy like Homer Bailey. Uh, Chris Taylor, I mentioned him earlier, very good versus lefties. He's second base outfield eligible, 3,700. He had 21 points last night for the Dodgers, averaging 10.3 his last 10 games. Always gets overlooked. He could be a nice play versus Robbie Ray. Uh, Logan Forsythe, the 36. He's second base, third base eligible. Not a horrible play either. A guy like Josh Harrison, second base, third base, 3,500 for Pittsburgh. I told you Pittsburgh is a GPP play today. They could be all or nothing versus Quintana. Harrison does hit lefties really well in his career. So 3,500 versus Quintana. Very intriguing. The Pirates. Is it lefties 271, righties 313 off Jose. Jed Lowry at 35 versus Bridwell is not bad at all. I don't mind that. Zobris and Lestella for Chicago at 33 each. Zobris went deep yesterday. Those are both nice low-priced options. And then as you go down some more, you got like Brandon Drury for the Arizona Diamondbacks. He loves hitting his lefties. He had 19 points last night against the Dodgers in a lefty matchup. So keep an eye on Drury at 3,100 against Ryu tonight as a nice punt option. As you scroll down, we'll check lineups, but like Caleb Coward, 23 versus Jimenez, or against Craveman, takes the cake there. Third base, I have not been using much Chris Bryant. He's been getting it done from time to time, but very inconsistent. A guy like Bregman at 48 is not shabby at all versus Kashner. I love some Suarez, Eugenio Suarez at 40, or yeah, 4,400 versus Montero. Not bad at all. Mentioned Eduardo Nunez at 42. This is a game to get back on the Donaldson wagon. I mentioned I'll probably stay away, but I mean, I didn't mind him as a punt yesterday. He did go over four in the Chris Sale matchup. He's been really, really hot. So 4,200 versus Porcello if you need to go that direction. But also at 42 is Beltre versus a lefty. I'm not all in for fading Keiko, but Beltre's just on fire and just destroys lefties. He's averaging 12.1 his last 10. Three for five, three ribbies last night for 15 points. Interesting spot for Beltre. I didn't mention him at first base, but I'm going to mention him now. First base, third base, Wilmer Flores. He's not lighting the world on fire. We prefer him versus lefties over righties. But in a matchup versus Homer Bailey in that ballpark, usually hitting in the middle of that order, is a sneaky GPP play. Justin Turner, though, at the same time, is 4,100 and is one of the best in all of baseball at hitting left-handed pitching. Facing Robbie Ray tonight. So Justin Turner, don't sleep on him at 41. 
Uh, Jose Reyes, he did lead off yesterday, playing left field. He's third base shortstop eligible at the moment at 4K. Put up 11 points last night. It's a steep tag for Reyes, but I get using him, especially at shortstop if you need to. Again, you want to target that game. The total in that game, what was it again? Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Why can't I read it? There it is. Total's 10. Highest total on the evening slate. So don't just walk past certain guys because they seem a little pricier than normal. I hate when quote-unquote touts talk about that. That makes them even more intriguing to me sometimes. Mike Moustakis at 38 versus Odorizzi. I know the reverse splits are there, but eight points last night when he was super cheap. He's priced up tonight, so keep an eye on him. Switch hitting Eduardo Escobar. He's third base shortstop. He's 3,800. If he's higher in the order, I like him. He's about like eighth or ninth last night. It kind of turned me off a little bit. Yeah, guys like, um, again, Forsythe at 36 is interesting. Valbuena at 34, I like a lot at the lower end. First base, third base, Valbuena at 34. You got Lestella at 33. Talked about him already. So those are a couple good options. Uh, Kelby Tomlinson, he's second base, third base at 3,200. He's averaging 7.1 his last 10. He's not always a world beater, but if he's hitting towards the top of the order versus a lefty, I'll definitely have my eye on him. That's a lower price option, especially at second base. So keep Kelby Tomlinson in mind. Uh, David Freese versus a lefty. Quintana at 29 is on a horrible punt play. Freese, you know, again, another guy not lighting the world on fire. He's only averaging 3.9 his last 10. But zero last night, six, seven prior to that. It's David Freese. You're not expecting a ton, but he can run into one at 2,900. I'm not going to run to use him, but just keep in mind, like, I'd rather go 2,500 for Sean Rodriguez, third base outfit eligible. He All he does is mash lefties. And then you got guys like Matt Chapman, 2,400 versus Bridwell. I do like Chapman quite a bit. Put up three points last night. 2,400 bucks. He's always, to me, worth that kind of gamble if you're looking for a punt because out of all the punts we always have, there's a few that can hit homers. This guy can run into one probably better than most. Better than most. Some nights we get somewhere I'm really confused, but almost every day he's your top home run punt option. Shortstop, you got Bregman again at 48, but Simeon at 43. Zach Cozart, I like a lot at 43 versus Mickey Montero, but your top option, I mentioned him yesterday at 44 to use him. He's averaging 15.4 his last 10. Six homers his last 10. He went two for three with two shots last night for 35 points. Jorge Polanco, switch hitting middle of that Twins order against Derek Holland for 4,200 bucks. That's your guy. Yeah, Bogarts at 41 is not too shabby. Again, Jose Reyes at 4K. I like Elvis Andrews. His price has dropped dramatically. I know we're not reaching out to target Keuchel. Andrews went four for five last night with two doubles and a triple. 29 DraftKings points. Has hit very well this year. Has hit very well versus righties this year. Or lefties, I mean. And righties, but lefties. He's $3,900. It's a, even if it's a one-off, it's not a horrible one-off at that price. Yeah, guys like his Drupal Cabrera, who I do like quite a bit at 3800 versus Bailey. Uh, Marvin Gonzalez price has dropped a ton as he continues to slump, but Andrew Kastner at 38. If you want to be contrarian and get the upside, you can. I don't know if I'm ready to jump back on him. He's been so, so bad, but I totally understand it. Chad Pender, we like a lot more versus lefties and righties, but he's 35. Adam Rizal is 2800 bucks versus a lefty again. He, he came in yesterday, didn't do anything, 0 for 3, 0 points, but he's a punt if you need him. Does hit lefties usually pretty well. Let me find the guy that I must have gone past because I did not see him there. Where'd you go, little buddy? 
The area is outfieldsource.bell-eligible. $3,400. Dodgers facing the lefty, everybody. Kiki Hernandez is in play at $3,400. Go to the outfield. Your top-priced outfielder. This is not a joke. You are not in a dream. This is happening, and damn it, he's earned it. He's averaging 13.7 his last 10 games with five home runs, three stolen bases, hitting 318. He's facing a gas can in Derek Holland tonight. He's batting third or fourth, probably fourth in that lineup. Byron Buxton, $5,500, and he's worth it. I will pay for that. Mookie Betts, 53, is in play. Got Springer. Kiermaier at 49 if you want to take the lefty-lefty on, even though the, the splits are your, in your favor. J.D. Martinez at 47, I like as a GPP play, just like I like Goldie. J.D. got seven points last night. was hoping for a little more, but seven's better than much more than, he, so than, than a zero. So so he's an interesting player versus Ryu. Souza Jr. and C. Dick at 45 are interesting. It's, it's pricey interesting, though. Mention Hap, K. with the Chris Davis at 44. Redick at 44 is not bad. I love me some Duval at 43. He went ding-dong last night for 18 points. Just pretty much most of these reds are in play. Just think about that. Billy Hamilton's priced up to 42. I told you that 39 was just a joke last night. Him and Duval. Duval got 18. Hamilton got 17. Those guys' price tags were stupid yesterday. AJ Pollock at 42. He's up from yesterday. I like him against Ryu. He hits lefties well. He went deep yesterday for 16 points. So he's in play. You got guys like Schwarber at 4K. Against Nova, not bad at all. When you're trying to, to decipher between a lot of guys in close price ranges and your, your tour on the pitching seems kind of bad in both spots, look at the ballpark factors. Which parks hit better, which weather's better. That'll help be your deciding factor most nights. Or just hit me up on Twitter. Melky Cabrera at 39 is interesting. Not all over it, but interesting. Matt Joyce at 39 is pricey, but definitely in play for Spridwell. Ben Rivera at 38, I like. Cole Calhoun at 38, I like a lot versus Graveman in the middle of that order. Just keep an eye on those two angels there at 38. Hunter Pence at 38 versus Travis Wood could be in play tonight. He's been not having the best of years. Better of late, though, so keep an eye on that. Yeah, Manny Margot at 38, which I do like. He went deep yesterday for 20 points. Continues to have a very, very good season for the Padres. So Margot at 38 is in play. You got guys like uh, Shebler, who I told you was way too cheap yesterday. He had a big night, 29 points. He's averaging 11.6 since coming off the DL. He's 3700 bucks. He is a phenomenal play tonight. Especially if you, want to, if you want pieces of the Reds action and save money, there's one of them right there. Great spot uh, in that order. Chris Taylor, I mentioned, at 37 for the Dodgers, I like. Jose Perella hitting in the middle of that Padres order at 37. Don't mind him at all versus Ty Block. So you can get some cheaper options down here. As usual, uh, look at guys like uh, Rajay Davis, probably leading off for Boston, likes his lefties, facing Jay Happ at 3,500. Davis got you 20 points last night, two stolen bases, two for four, two runs scored, two steals. They're going to like him up there and like him a lot. Brandon Nemo is 35 for the Mets, hitting you know first or second in that Mets order, left-handed bat versus Bailey. He's very inconsistent, but an intriguing play. Got the Shields leading off and stealing bases for Texas at 35 versus Keuchel. I'm not indicating Keuchel, but if you want to, these are options. But guys like McCutcheon and Marte at 3,400 each versus Quintana. Now, those are punts that get my attention, especially in GPPs. Matt Olson at 34. I told you I like him a lot. You got Kiki Hernandez at 34. Look at this 3,400 range. You can have some fun down here. 
You got Zobris at 33, which I don't mind. John Jay, if he's in the lineup. Again, I mentioned Jabari Blash at 3K last night. What do you do? He went deep. You got Jabari Blash at 3,200 tonight. It's all or nothing with him. I don't mind him as a punt at 3,200 if that's what you're going for. As you continue to trickle down the list, you got like Jason Hayward at 3K. Ezekiel Carrera usually leads off for righties for Toronto. He's 3,000. So keep an eye on him as a potential punt versus Porcello. Not like the greatest punt in the world. Try to get, I'd rather have Blash than him, but he's there. Like Derek Fisher at 29 versus Kashner. Do like that quite a bit if he cracks the lineup. The farther down you go, I, don't, I want to know why they pinch hit so early for Boog Powell last night. That was just horrible. He was leading off. So he's in the lineup again tonight, especially leading off at 26. He's a good punt. That They pinch it way too early for him. You got Sean Rodriguez at 25 against Quintana. Chris Young, another guy that's not having the best of years, but does like his lefties. He's 25 versus Ian Happ. Or not Ian Happ. J.A. Happ. And then the farther down you go, we will check lineups later and see what other options we have. So there you have it. Your nine-game slate is all covered for you. Again, Keichel and Barrios up top. You got Porcello, Graveman, Bidwell, or Bidwell, Bridwell, Porcello, Graveman in the middle. Then Vargas, Block, and Wood down below. Taking a look at your BVP on the evening, or even the whole day. I'll give you all day BVP. Galvis, 6-for-20 with a triple and a homer versus Dickey. Cesar Hernandez, 4-for-11. Franco, 3-for-8. Freddie Freeman, 7-for-21 with a double and two homers off Eikhoff. Brandon Phillips, 5-for-11 with two doubles. Markakis, 8-for-23 with five doubles versus Eikhoff. You got Didi Gregorius, 4-for-13 with a homer off Bauer. Frazier, 6-for-19 with a double and a homer. Gardner, 5-for-18 with two doubles. Chase Headley, 5-for-17, two doubles. Jay Bruce, 12-for-54, two doubles and a homer off Jaime. Eric Thames, 3-for-7 with a double and a homer off Seamart. Travis Shaw, 3-for-8 with a homer. Neil Walker has a triple and two homers. Johnny VR, 6-for-20 with a double. Santana, 4-for-14. Bauer, 6-for-24. All in play today. You got the likes of uh, Yadi Molina, 5-for-13 with a double off Chase Anderson. He got scratched last night, so keep an eye on that. Colton Wong, 4-for-11, two doubles. Gritchick, 4-for-12, two doubles. Mike Zunino, 3-for-3, two doubles and a homer off Ubaldo. Robbie Cano, 10-for-20, four doubles, two homers off Ubaldo. Ronald Parra, 3-for-6, the double and a homer off Verlander. Luke Ray's taking him deep. Reynolds, 6-for-21 with a dong. Cameron Rupp, 10-for-25, two doubles and a homer off Teheran. Freddie Galvis, 11-for-27. These are in the doubleheader, so I'll skip that. You don't have the Nationals game. Indians-Yankees, Carlos Santana, 1-for-2 with a homer off Jordan Montgomery. But you don't have that game either. Rangers, Astros, Altuve, 8-for-15, two doubles and a homer off Kashner. Beltran, 6-for-13 with a double and a homer. Gurriel, 3-for-7, a double. Springer, 4-for-13, two doubles. McCann, 5-for-16, a double. They can hit him. Mike Napoli, 4-for-13, a double and a homer off Keuchel. Beltre, 17-for-57, six doubles and two homers. Mazzara, 5-for-12. Chu, 7-for-20. Andrus has a double and a triple. Miggy Montero, 3-for-6 with a homer off Porcello. Barney, 6-for-11 with a double and a triple. Bautista, 16-for-42 with four homers. Likes himself some Porcello. Smoke has three homers off of him. Pilar, 9-for-27, four doubles. Donaldson, 10-for-33 with a double and a homer. So some good numbers to look at there. Chris Young, 5-for-15 with a double and two homers off Hap. Mookie Betts has a homer. Adam Duvall, 1-for-2 with a homer off Montero. 
Azrubal Cabrera, three for nine off of Bailey. As we go down, Sean Rodriguez, two for four, the homer off Quintana. Eduardo Escobar, six for 11, two doubles and a homer off Holland. Vargas, Escobar, Dozier, Buxton, Jimenez, and Polanco have all taken Holland deep. Uh, Eric Hosmer, five for 10, five for 15 with a double and a homer off Odorizzi. Odorizzi, or Hosmer, Gordon, Merrifield have all taken him deep. Longoria, seven for 26 with a homer and a double versus Vargas. As you finish this up, you got Pablo three or seven, seven for nine with three doubles off Travis Wood, which is interesting. Hunter Pence six for twenty one with a triple and a homer. Posey's taking him deep as well. Goldschmidt eight for eight for nineteen with two doubles and a homer off of Ryu. Pollock six for nineteen with a double and a triple. JD Martinez one for two. Chris Taylor six for ten two doubles off Robbie Ray. Forsyth two for four with a homer. Kiki seven for twenty with a double, triple, and three home runs off Robbie Ray. Kiki freaking Hernandez. Puig, 6-for-22 with a homer. I do like Puig. I forgot to mention him in the outfield. That was another guy I mentioned earlier in the pod. Um, Cron, 4-for-7, two doubles off Graveman. like him a lot. Balbuena, who I like, 6-for-15 with a double, triple, and a homer off Graveman. Albert Pools, even 10-for-25. Trout, 8-for-24. Simmons, 4-for-13. Calhoun's got a double and a homer. There's your BVP. There's your MLB DFS Quick Hits for your Wednesday. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. Check me out on Twitter, at BDNTrick. Help you out with whatever I can. Got around the bases with Bubba and Mo, episode 27. Go check that out for lots of good MLB content. Check out a lot of the recent bits with Bubba's. You got Matt Modica talking fantasy football. Mike Wollert talking from 4 for 4 fantasy, talking IDP football. Great stuff there. These are all great. You got Big Bucks Noemi talking a lot of DFS and regular NFL strategy. You got... Um, Bob Long of Big Guy Fantasy Sports and much, much more. Mr. Consistency talking football drafting strategy. Tons and tons and tons there. Uh, we got Game of Thrones recap season seven with my say, it's myself, Nate Dawkins, and um, Mike Yevnali talking Game of Thrones season seven finale, recap the season, predictions of the future. That was Bench with Bubba episode 51. That is out. Please give that a listen. Really, really good stuff. Doc just dropped the week one college football action with the Saturday Edge. That is out and about on your Spreaker, SoundCloud, and iTunes devices. Check out SD Radio for those. You got DFS, you got Always Pressing with myself, DFS Golf Gods, Jesse, and Bucks previewing this weekend's Dell Technology. You got Jesse's preview of the Dell Technology. So much going on. We're going to have some football stuff coming up. You got UFC this weekend. NASCAR's back. Get at it. But more importantly... Good luck today. Hit me up with your questions on Twitter. I will help you as I can. But uh, rate, review, subscribe to all of our stuff. We'd really, really appreciate it. Help us build things more for you guys. Uh, but good luck today. MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, August 30th edition. I'm out.